Well, praise the Lord and God bless you this evening and welcome to the Tabernacle Deliverance Sunday evening service. I'm Pastor Wells and I'm excited about what God is doing for us, with us, through us, in the midst of everything that's going on. I sound like a broken record because I've heard it every day, every week, every service, because it's a fact. I'm excited about what God is doing for us today in the midst of all the things that's happening. And as you know, and as I know, I'm always happening. Whether it's political, spiritual, financial, physical, something's going on all the time. Bow your head to me for a moment. Oh, we start. Father, we thank you. We come before you in Jesus' name, asking that you forgive us our sins. And I ask that you cleanse our heart, mind, and soul, and everybody under the sound of my voice, that you would touch their lives, meet the needs in their lives, save, deliver, and make free. Break the yokes and bring deliverance to those that are really captive in their own lives, in their homes, in their jobs, in their cards by the hands of the enemy. Bring deliverance. Break every yoke. I bind the hands of the enemy off them. In Jesus' name, amen. I hear my song. I hear that song, y'all. <laughs> well, praise God. I hear that song that the Lord gave me. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. The song says, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. You got to put yourself there. Come on, one more time. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited what the Lord is doing? Come on. Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited what the Lord is doing? You got to know that song for yourself. You got to acknowledge that song for yourself. Are you excited about the Lord? Is doing for you, not nobody else. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited what the Lord is doing. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Put this out there. He's doing great things. He's doing great things. He's doing great things for me. Come on. Are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited what the Lord is doing? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. That song will resonate in your life and it'll become alive in your life over time. The Lord gave me the words to that song to help us realize what he's getting ready to do for us. Regardless of what's going on around us. Now we should be excited about what the Lord is doing. We should glorify him and magnify him and lift him up for what he's done already. Some of us are so blind in the lifestyles of this world too we can't see what God is doing even though he's putting breath in you every day, every day. He's waking you up every day, starting you on your way, giving you protection on the highway, and so on and so forth. And you're still not excited about the Lord. 
and what he's doing. Everybody's being deceived by the, the systems today of focus on materialistic wealth. We can't see what God is doing at all, naturally or spiritually. <clears throat> Thinking about that song. When the Lord first started giving me that song, I'm excited. I didn't understand what it meant. I had no clue what the song meant. And I kept getting those words to the song. And I kept getting the words to the song. And I kept getting more words to the song. And I realized one day, while I was singing it, I realized that it's talking about future. Not yesterday. Tomorrow and the day after that, the more life, God, life, life that God breathes into you, you could be excited about those days, about what he's doing for you in the midst of everything. You can rejoice and magnify the name of God in the midst of everything that's going on around you. That's why the song says, I'm excited about what the Lord is doing. Are you excited what the Lord is doing for me? You got to put yourself there. Sing the song, put that tell somebody, are you excited about what the Lord is doing for me today? Brother Oliver, my beloved father in the Lord, used to have a, a recording on his phone, his voicemail, and he used to, used to say this. Uh, he used to call himself Millionaire Tom. So it went like this. This is Millionaire Tom. It's great to be alive and keep looking up. And I'll be talking to you shortly. But the amazing thing about this, what he was saying, it's great to be alive. Oh, he used to say, every day is a gift from God and it's great to be alive. So keep looking up and I'll talk to you shortly. One day he got a phone call from someone that was in business with him. They were talking, discussing business. So the man sat on the phone complaining and crying. They were like, I can't do nothing. I'm already 70. I'm about to die. Little do he know that Brother Oliver was already in his 80s. For the life. And here's a 70 year old claiming death. Why should you be claiming that? But God said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. We're not talking about money. Don't confuse abundance with money. Abundance is abundant of whatever. And then I think about people like Brother Oliver, the late Pastor Johnny Washington, my pastor, and ever other men and women of God. It makes me to think about something that's not talked about today at all. They're talking about wealth, building wealth, getting bigger cars, bigger cathedrals, bigger homes, buying the clothes and more dollars in the bank because that's God's plan for you. That's what they say. They don't tell you that you can get and obtain those things. Oh, yes, you can. You could get and obtain those things without having to scam anybody, without having to wham anybody, without having to lie to anybody, or use any deceit. Today, I want to refresh you on something you may not know. You may know or may not remember. So I want to call to your remembrance today. Hallelujah. I want to call to your remembrance today about who we are in God. Where do we come from? The Lord gave me another message on holiness. I preached that a while ago. The church had moved away from the God who they claim they serve. We got in our mind, we got in the praise dance, and we got in everything. 
Oh, I'm not popular because a lot of preachers just get upset with me when I start pulling the cover about that stuff. All these churches running around have a mind ministry. That's the Moloch. It's from the devil. It's not from God. It never has been. Oh, yeah, I can prove it, too. <laughs> I can prove it. There's many scriptures that talk about that kind of stuff. Serving and worshiping other gods. I don't worship. The Bible tells us not even to make no type of image of any human being, any male or female. Oh, yes, the scripture says it just like that. Not to make any nigga similitude as a male or female. And they do it. Go on the Catholic church. Go on some of these Pentecostal and holiness churches. So, so-called holiness churches, they got stuck in the so-called Jesus. Jesus ain't on no cross. What am I getting at, huh? You start to say, well, 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 where's the word? Where's the word? What am I getting at, huh? But I want you to know something. That holiness has never changed. Then nobody want to talk about holiness? That's whippy-do for me. Because I'm still going to tell you, you got to be holy. Got to be holy, but I am holy. Peace on all men and holiness with no man on his head is going to see the Lord. I don't care what you go to, what pope you go to, you ain't going to see the Lord. They can tell you the lies all they want. The message today is supposed to be the whole path. Holiness has never changed. Righteousness has never changed. I want to tell you something else. They never changed. The devil and wickedness have never changed. He's just using new techniques with new people. Did you hear what I said? The devil hasn't changed. He ain't never changing. That's why he's the devil. That's why he got kicked out of heaven. The Bible says a warning for me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. If the preacher fail to warn them, their blood will be required at their hands. Popularity, well, you are, everybody that's listening to my broadcast already know I'm not popular. I'm not in a popularity contest. Some people don't even want me to come by to visit them. Forget that. But I want you to get your Bible and go with me to the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 18. We're going to try to go through these scriptures today, but I don't know which way the Lord is taking me today because it's time to tell the truth. And the truth means that we got to follow God and let God lead us. And tell people what is he supposed to be told to them, what he wants to be told to them. I had the opportunity today to uh, bypass uh, 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 um, uh, some precious memories of a lady about the Washington and the singing. And the singer will move you to really appear to seek after God. And then I listened to a message by him. And it's like it was today, and that was over 35 years ago when he preached that message. At least 35 years ago. He's long gone. Many of the old men and women of God are gone. They won't want to come back in. But we need to understand that God does not change. It's us. The failure is not in God's word. The failure is not in God. The failure is in us. And we claim we're going to high heights and deep and deep. And we won't even obey the word. But we're speaking in tongues and shouting over what I don't know. Look at that verse. Jeremiah 18 and 15. This is what God had to say to his people. We went around calling ourselves Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I go to church. I believe in God. Well, if you believe in God, obey his word. He said he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. If they wanted to be delivered, let's leave it the word for here. Jeremiah 18 and 15 says, Because my people haven't forgotten me, they have burned into the vanity, they have caused them to stumble in their way. From the ancient path to walk in a path in a way not cast out. Let's go on one more time. 
Because my people have forgotten me. They have burned ancient vanity. They have caused them to stumble in their way from the ancient path to walk and pass in a way not cast out. Because God people forgot him. Oh, 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 oh. You say, how God people forget him? They go to church, we go to church, we clap our hands. You forgot God in your living. You just doing religious stuff, but God ain't interested in religion. He interested in relationship, personal relationship that you will walk with him and he will walk with you or he will talk with you or you will talk with him. They're all back. When men and women of God suck, God don't pray and fast when they walk before God, when they read their Bible. Then they run to philosophers. They didn't let college professors tell them who God was. When the college professors trying to throw some religious nonsense on them. They're telling the professor, no, 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 no. I never forget the story of a well-known professor and philosopher. Well-known. Thousands of people were sitting there while he was doing his uh, altar. Uh, uh, he was uh, uh, meeting with them and talking with them. Everybody was all engrossed in what he was saying. And then there was this old dude in the back. This old fella in the back. He's telling the people, oh, God is a myth, blah, blah, nonsense. Let's talk about what we talk about. So the old man crunching on his apple and making noise, crunching his apple. So people turn around looking at him. He says, Excuse me, sir. Loud as he can. Excuse me, sir. So the man said, Yeah, what do you want? He said, could you tell me how my apple tastes? He said, what kind of stupid question is that? Where do you call it here? You're a janitor? He said, yes, sir, I'm a janitor. He said, but could you tell me how my apple tastes? <laughs> He's trying on his apple. He said, that's a stupid question you're asking me. You know I don't know how your apple tastes. So the janitor said, don't tell me God ain't real, because you don't know how he takes. Now the big shot professor looking stupid. And the people turn around looking at the professor. Wonder what his next response is going to be. He had nothing to say. Now he looking stupid standing up there. He done said that God ain't real. And God is just, here's a little dummy back in there. Not an educated man, but a little, a little, little nobody. Canada. Don't claim to have degrees in dirt. Took the hot shot professor and Otar to the task of fact, not theory, that the man could not answer how that apple tastes to that man. He could not. He said, it's just an apple. Oh, no, it ain't. Because everybody in that audience know all apples don't taste the same. Everybody knows that. So he couldn't cite the man with that. It wouldn't work. But that man been down the whole path and he got to know God for himself and he'll let that professor know you don't know nothing. You don't know what you're talking about. Because if you know what, oh my God. If you knew what you was talking about, you would have told me what that looks like. Amen. The Bible said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Oh, y'all got to get this word of God. Oh, we walked away from all the past. We in the end of the The music in the church is so whirly. Y'all want to hear something funny? I was sitting, listeners, one of the gospel singers, I had downloaded a, 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 a bunch of CDs. And my niece came in the room. Four years old, four years old. And she see me listening to this music. And she said, Uncle, what is that you listening to? 
It's supposed to be gospel. She didn't shake her little hips to it. But then she said, wait a minute. What is this? She's listening to her uncle. Now she's fall. You got to understand something. We got to go back to the old path. We got to go back to the old word of God. Don't let the devil fool you. This world is going to pass away. But God's word never going to pass away. We, we think we in God. I don't care if you're a bishop. Or, I don't care what your title is. It don't face God. That's earthly stuff. That stuff don't go into heaven. Did you hear me? I can prove that to the Bible that gets and call and comes without repentance and that that chain broke. Don't you notice when Jesus walked the earth? He walked the earth as what? A mortal man. When he left this earth, he returned into glory as the king of kings and lord of lords. What was on earth was left on earth. That's a fact. You're not taking your bishop and all that nonsense to heaven. And some of y'all run around, call yourself bishop. Y'all need to get back on the old path. Y'all need to get back on the path of holy living. Not materialistic living. I don't care what these big shot preachers' name is. They talking to you about good living. Treating everybody right. You ain't going to heaven treating everybody right. You're going to heaven by living right. You got to find the old path. I'll read it. I'll read the verse one more time. Since y'all can't understand it, let me read it to you one more time in English. Because Jeremiah 18 and 15 says, because my people. Notice he said my. He said my people. Haven't forgotten me. Those people forgotten him. Why? Because we're doing our own thing. We're interested in God. We got to get the pandemic outbreaking over now. Now we can open back up our churches. Now we can get our scams going. Now we can get our choirs going. Now we can get everybody comfortable so they can give. I can go back to my duty lifestyle. Holy living and holy living never changes. The old path of righteousness. The Bible said there will be a highway, and that highway shall be called holiness. And the way that men shall go in the dark lane will never get in. They'll never touch that ground. They'll never see that road. They'll never see that highway. God said his people have forgotten him, but yet they're going to church. They put back on their flying saucer hats. They put back on their two and three piece suit. And they take dresses and skirts. And they're going to go back into these houses of worship. And they're going to out shout somebody. They're going to out sing somebody. It's too wide up in here. Too wide up in the lake of fire. When it wasn't prepared for them. You cannot serve God and serve the world too. God said, come out from amongst them and be separated, say, God, and I will receive you. God said, that's what's missing. That's what's missing. That's what's missing. We're not being received by God. We're just doing stuff. We're just doing stuff to be seen. We're just doing stuff to keep the motion going. We're just doing stuff. We just doing stuff. We just doing stuff. We just doing stuff. We singing. We shouting. We kicking over chairs. We doing all that stuff, but we forgot God. We talk about real men of God like a dog. We say stuff like, "Oh, he's so old fashioned. He need to get hip." But we doing today. No, they don't. I'm not changing for you. I'm gonna remain holy. The people of God had forgotten God and they live it. Maybe not in your giving, baby, but you're living. You forgot God. See, some people are good at giving. There are some people that's good at giving money. 
Oh, and there's a lot of people that's good at giving lip service. But God is a holy God. He doesn't change. He said, I ain't that God that changes not. I ain't like man. If God said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should repent. Yes, not gonna happen. This verse shows us something critical here. They forgot God. They walked away from God. They didn't want to hear what God had to say. They told God, forget about you. We're in your house, but you ain't invited. We doing what we want to do, and we're doing it our way. Notice they're doing it their way. Notice the Bible never says anything about mind ministry, but all the big churches, all you little ditty about churches, you following the mind ministry. Oh, y'all following it. But the Bible, there's no way in the Bible that tells us to do any such cursed stuff. And you preachers out there that's endorsing homosexuality. You are some perverse people. I don't care. I don't bite my tongue. You are some perverse people. And those of you that endorse fornication. Ah. Ah. Nobody want to talk about that one. Y'all like to talk about gay people, gay people, gay people. Well, you fornicated. The Bible say you gone to hell. Oh, I didn't write it. It's already in the word. Read Revelation 21 and 8. Read the book of Romans. <laughs> You're not psyching God, preacher. You're psyching yourself. You're psyching yourself out of the kingdom of God. Look at that first. But because my people haven't forgotten me, they have turned into severity. Well, guess what? How many of y'all burn incense in your home? How many of y'all go to Catholic church burning incense, the statue, which God said not to do? I'm a Christian. You ain't no Christian. Y'all take the word Christian out a piece of toilet paper to wipe your behind with. That's all you do. Y'all ain't moving God. Y'all think y'all doing something. I'm burning some incense. I don't care who you burning incense to. God said don't do it. He said do not do that. Let me pray for the broadcast. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask you to touch every living soul that's watching this television broadcast night right now. Meet the needs in their lives. Save, deliver, and make free. Break every yoke. Open the understanding of the whole path and righteousness and holiness. In Jesus' name, amen. Beloved, you can catch the rest of this broadcast on YouTube. Look for the Tabernacle Deliverance Incorporated. We're on Twitter, but I don't know how long we're going to Twitter because uh, what's the name on it? Okay, now look. The scripture says, because my people haven't forgotten me, they have burned incense to vanity. They have caused them to stumble. What is he saying? You preachers have called the people to stumble with your wicked deeds, not telling them the truth. Got them doing mind ministry, praise, dancing, and all that kind of garbage. We got to keep the young people in the church. So we got them doing the mind ministry. Right. Lie! Liar, liar, liar! The Bible talks about how God felt about the seven churches. He talked about the church that was lukewarm. Said we're going to spew them out of their mouth, out of, out of his mouth. Y'all people call yourself men and women of God. Where's the God of you? Where's the God of you? You call yourself anointed by God. 
Why aren't you seeking after him in righteousness? According to his word, not somebody sitting in your head. But see, oh, uh, the Lord gave me a message about that. Yeah, uh, I think it was last year sometime. The message was called Voices. There's many voices in the land. <laughs> There's many voices in the land today. Many, many, many voices in the land today. There's many voices that people follow today. Whether they follow in the voice of God, whether they follow some voice that they heard in their head, but they follow in the voice. They're following some voice. Whether the voice that they hear saying, Johnny, go on Fifth Street. I'm going to meet you there. You know, you ain't saw God. You know, you don't spend time with God. And then you're going to say, that's God's voice. Then when you go on Smith Street, God ain't there. You wonder why. God, you told me to come over here. God is a holy God. He don't lie. He's not like man. He's not. I keep telling people God is not like, not like us. People say, well, God said we were made in his image. Yes, we were. Because you were made in God's image, that don't mean you like God. Because your child was born from you, that don't mean that child like you. That child can have your, your great uncle's attribute. Oh. So let's read that verse one more time. Because my people haven't forgotten me, they have burned anxious to vanity, and they have called them to stumble in their ways. That's the leaders. That's the preachers. That's the politicians. That's the policemen. You people are the authority. Messing people up. Destroying people's lives. Misleading people. Misguiding people. And you precious, you got a road map right here. What's the problem? God said, when I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. But if you fail to warn them, their blood will be required at your hand. That's why I'm telling you this today. I don't want your blood required at my hand. And then have caused them to stumble in their way from their ancient past. The Bible tells us that there's a way, and that way would be holiness. And that God has allowed path for us to dwell in, and it ain't this world way. world offers up so much deceit, confusion, animosity and bitterness, hatred, racism, sexism. That ain't God's plan. That ain't never been God's plan. That's the devil's plan. Because he's the prince of the air. We need to understand that God does not change and that he will always be holy. But you know what today? Most people are too lazy. Listen to this. Most people are too lazy to seek the old path. They want something easy. They want something simple. Well, guess what? The Bible says study to show yourself approved. A workman need not be ashamed to rightly divide the words of truth. That's easy. But you got to do it. Misleading people away from the path of righteousness. I always make a joke about book writers. <clears throat> I've written a book. I'm having it. We're editing it. Now I want to tell you something that's the truth. Do not believe these preachers. I don't care who they are, and I know some of them. When a preacher comes on his broadcast and says, if you send me $100, I'll send you my book free. The book is $100. It's not free. 
The old path is telling the truth. The new path is lying to them. And tell them, you send me $100. I'm going to send my book free. They lying to you. That book is not free. Because if it's free, this is what they will say. <clears throat> send us your address and we'll send you our book free. Now that's free, right, honey? You're, you're, you're not going to have to pay nothing. That's free. That's free. The Bible said, who in the sun made free is free indeed. Uh, you don't have to pay nothing to get saved. <clears throat> I know preachers tell you that. You send them some money, they're going to pray you get saved. No! Salvation is a free gift. But you ain't going to get these preachers say, send me your address and we're going to send you our book. And probably 10,000 people request the book. So what they do is says, they hold up the book and say, I want you to get my new book. Send me a love offering of $100 or more and I'll send you this book free. <clears throat> and then some of them even got the nerve to say, look at this set we have here. God has given me this message and this is what God wants you to have. Send me an offering of $500 or more, and I'll send you this complete set. <clears throat> Again, the set, nor the book was free. You paid for it. So when you look at the book, just realize you paid $100 for a book. I have many books that I've had from Christian authors sign them. Sign it, autograph them for me. It didn't cost me a dime. I have an autograph. All I did is I want an autograph. If the book was $15, I paid $15. If the book was 20, I paid $20. When I start, uh, uh, when I, my book is complete, that we doing? <clears throat> if it's $20, I'm going to tell you it's $20. I'm not going to say, send me a love gift of $100. And I'll send it to you free because that'll be a lie. The book will not be free. You'll be sending me $100 for a book. The Bible said, find an old path and dwell in them. And in the old path, you tell the truth. And the truth will make you free. The truth is not going to set you free. It's going to make you free. The Bible says, therefore, the Son of God shall make you free. You'll be free indeed. Popularity. <laughs> I'll never reach it. Not trying either. When I was younger, not so long ago, I wanted to be famous like my pastor. My pastor was well known all over the world at that time. <clears throat> in fact, he was given the keys to many cities. Yes, really happened to him with Moni. But the funny thing about my past, he could care less about any of that stuff. <laughs> How is the difference? All the patent on the back and all that stuff, that man could care less about that. He was more interested in serving God and telling people the truth. <clears throat> I, oh, I, want, I want to be like that. I want to be famous like my pastor. So my pastor told me one day he was driving me home. He said, Bernard, God is going to use you the same way he used me. I said, no, he's not. Oh, I don't think I ever make that. <clears throat> I've done services where I've seen God move dramatically. It's just mind-blowing sometimes. But it's not about us. It's about righteousness. It's about telling people the truth of God's word and not only telling people the truth of God's word, but it's living the truth yourself. Paul talked about being a castaway. When you're on the old path, you won't be a castaway. When you're on the path that people are following today, you will be a castaway. It's just something to think about, the old path. Get on the old path. Stay there. Don't move away from the old path of righteousness. Don't detour from the path of righteousness. Let's read the verse one more time. Because my people haven't forgotten me. They have burned into the vanity. They have caused them to stumble in their ways from the ancient path, the walking path in a way not cast up. What does he mean? What does he mean in a way that's not cast up? It has never been taken care of. Their road has never been fixed. 
They got rocks and everything on that road. That road never been planned. The devil got you on one of those roads. You're following people and you wind up on those roads. Oh, y'all don't hear me today. You follow these preachers that don't even know God's word. They can't even quote the scripture right. I see one preacher y'all jump up on a communion table and all sorts of crazy stuff. When will y'all learn? You know what? I hear the big shocker tonight. Listen to this. Did you know God's word plainly state that my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow and I'm actually speaking it. You know how? About several years ago I happened to be uh, I think on YouTube and there was this video now YouTube on Facebook and there was this video of a farmer. And they wanted to show everybody how sheep respond. So they had visitors. They had Chinese people there, Korean people there, black people there, white people there, Irish people there, all types of people that were visiting that farm that day. All types. They gave them all a chance just about to call the sheep. I'm, I'm sorry, I've never seen that like that in my life. Everybody got a chance to call a sheep to them. Everybody. And you see something, come on, come on, come on, come on. They're screaming. They're talking, yeah, come on, come on. Something, yeah, come on, come on. And they're screaming, screaming, screaming. Each individual, each person got to eat their own individual. Turn. And then the shepherd, I'll never forget this. The shepherd just seemed to walk out into the field. And all he did is say quietly, come here. And you watch the man was screaming. He just said, come here. And you watch the sheep that was there. Well there. They're all turning around and they coming in. I'm not scratching my head. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. All these people running by them screaming and doubling and they can't get these sheep to move. And this man just walk out there in the middle of this bash there. And yes, sir, with a still voice, no voice, come here. And all the sheep start coming towards him. And the most second started thing was, as he walked, they walked. When he turned left, they turned left. The Bible said, and he makes it plain. My sheep know my voice, and the stranger they will not follow. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? They will not follow a stranger. Ah, uh, hallelujah. They will not follow a stranger. They ain't going to follow no stranger. You folks calling yourself Christian? You need to get out of your house and repent. And get right with God. You follow any lying prophet. Stop looking for a pie in the sky. Stop looking for a million dollar job. I know of individuals today. As long as they worked, they were broke. I'm not making this up. I'm not making this up. Always broke. They were struggling trying to pay their bills, you know, so on and so forth. They, they, they just didn't have the money. After they retired, and no, they didn't have a great pension. They got money today. One of the things that you knew, well, one of the reasons why they have, and this is interesting. Remember I told you they work in Holly Handle money? This individual helped about 10 or 15 different ministries. I don't know how they did it. They were sent $10 here, $20. They did this every month. Help the ministries all over the place. 
And they did it quietly. Nobody knew. They took care of the church that they belonged to. They paid their tithes and offering. They did what they were supposed to do. So you got to do what you're supposed to do first. The Bible said love and charity begins at home. That's the old path. Y'all sending your money to all these big name ministries and don't take care of the church you're going to. You are, oh my God. You are horrible. <laughs> and my God tell you the truth. You're horrible. And you cry, God bless me. He can't bless me. He can't bless mess. He don't bless mess. You belong to one church. The preacher, preacher, he's probably a real man of God, a woman of God, and they praying their heart out, preaching their heart out, trying to reach people, and you sending all your money on some big name, all your money over some big name ministry. You jumped around every big name convention, and you don't take care of your own home. You're a hypocrite. Oh, might as well call you what you are. You're a hypocrite. You're tearing down your home to go help somebody else that really ain't even thinking about you. <laughs> I've seen it happen. Your own path shows us the way to go. It has nuggets along the road. The old path has nuggets and angels to guide you along the road. Since the time I've been preaching, I've never preached from one scripture in my life. Never. I never just used one scripture ever in my life. But this is what God wants today. The old path of angels and anointing to guide you on your journey. Oh, glory. It has power to take you where you want to go. But this path that these preachers are leading you is leading you to destruction. Remember I said, I'm not popular. I'm not. I'm going to tell you something. Popularity has destroyed so many Christians. Did you hear me? Popularity has destroyed so many men and women of God because they let popularity go to their head. Corruption in their heart and dollars overflowing in their pockets. It ain't worth it. Not eternally. Well, we 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 in a we in an end game. When you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, you in the end game. You know how they have football games? They had the Rose Bowl. I think they had the Gator Bowl or something else, and then they had the Super Bowl. All of what all those games? I may have it backwards, but I'm not a big super uh, 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 sports person. I could probably ask my sister. She'd probably tell me which one. One, two, three. But when the end game and the gospel we preach leads to the door of the end game. Did you hear what I said? The gospel we're supposed to preach is to lead you to the door to eternal life, the end game. And that was only through the old path. Oh, thank you, Lord. I'm really going to get in trouble now. <laughs> well, well, well. Let's talk about your hallelujah feast. I know some, I personally know some preachers that do hallelujah feasts on, East, uh, on uh, 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 Halloween. They wrong. They can call it feast, fast, whatever you want to call it. You ain't got no business doing it. Stop painting the devil's day up with God. Stop putting God's name on garbage. Stop putting my father's name on trash. We're going to get the children together and what we're going to do, we're going to have candy and games for them because we want to keep them from going to Halloween. First of all, if the parents were saved, I said saved, not religious. 
They're going to tell the children the truth about Halloween. They're going to put a sign on their door. We serve Jesus. We don't do Halloween or trick or cheating. But because you are dummy spiritually, you call yourself a learning, misleading God's sheep, and you're talking about you have a hallelujah peace. It's right in this word. It's right in this word. The Bible said, come out from amongst them and be separated, saith God. And I won't receive you unto myself. I don't care who don't like me. It don't make me no difference. It really don't. Because the truth is the truth. We got to get back to the old path. Drop this worldly garbage. Oh. We got to drop this man. Amen. We got to drop the world's man. We picking up all these spirits. We allowing all these spirits in our homes and in our ministry. I was watching a TV show. Oh, that's another thing. The old path. We got to get the old path even in our television watching. You notice now everything is about threesomes and foursome people, the gays, the crossover, the overs, and the rounders, and the readers, and whatever they want to call themselves. I wouldn't be surprised, mark my word, if they come up with a TV show with somebody in love with a dog or a cat. Yeah. I would not be surprised. They become wickeder and wiser. I was watching a TV show. I'm not going to tell you what the name of the show is. Oh, I'm not worried about them suing me. I don't care. But I was watching the show and I was startled to see that one of the stars in the show, she was playing a woman that was couldn't hook it up with her husband and wife to do threesome. I'm like, what? She's hooking up with her because the husband likes her. The wife, like I said, oh, we we get married, so we want you to be a part of our marriage and you can sleep with us. I said, I'm gonna watch that show since you got to you you got to take control of your path that you want. It's so you gotta be so careful when you watch television, watch movies. You pick up these corrupt, nasty spirits. You'll have these nasty spirits running around in your house. I never forget I did a revival one time in the city. And a spirit got in a car for me and I just pulled them to get out. I wasn't playing. I meant it. I get out in Jesus' name. I plead the blood. I'm not taking no demon home with me. That ain't happening. That's not happening. Whoever sent them, you going back. I seen a man fall out in front of the door yesterday. <laughs> or whatever he did. I went out to pick up the mail. The man, uh, he's trying to get up. He's trembling, trying to get up. And as he got up, hold up a little. He's making a sign of the cross. I said, what are you doing? What are you doing? You want me to call 911 for you? <laughs> I don't trust the devil. He's sneaky. He's sneaky. I've had people put stuff out in front of the door. I've had put people put white dust in front of my hotel room. I'm not moved by witchcraft. It doesn't frighten me. I'm scared of God. <laughs> He's the one I'm terrified of. He can snuff me out. Come. Just like that. I ain't worried about the devil. The devil always going to attack. And God can bring me back. Ah, like that. We got to find an old path and get on it according to God's word. Yet that mess out your house. Stop lusting after somebody else's husband or wife. Talk about you claiming them. That's crazy. How are you claiming somebody else's husband and wife? That's crazy. I never forget the story of the sister that was doing that. She's claiming a woman's husband. Then she's going to tell me how wish she would die. She's supposed to be saved now. She's supposed to be saved telling me that. She's telling me how wish her, she would die. Not a man that even know her. Oh. I'm telling you, the brother didn't even know her personally. I knew who he was, and I knew his brother. But she didn't know him personally. 
she claiming it, man, that he walked by with it, walked by with his wife. What did she say? Oh, I wish she would die claiming him to be mine. You don't know a thing about the man, and you claiming him to be yours. Y'all sisters and brothers need to get your head out of your behinds and get your heads in God's word and stop this worldly mess. It's time to live holy. Y'all can keep on with your mind and let the devil deceive you or rip you off. It's your choice, because I'm telling you the truth. At least take time and flesh this stuff out. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power of the power thereof is not going to get you into heaven. Casting out the bond man and letting him in the field. Having therefore these promises dearly beloved. Let us cleanse ourselves. Notice the scripture says, having therefore these promises dearly beloved. Let us cleanse. Yes, Lord. He says some of y'all don't even know what the promises of God are. And he said that yeah, and amen in him. Having therefore these promises dearly beloved. Let us cleanse ourselves. Us, us, me, you. From all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. It did not say, it did not say perfecting, oh my gosh. It did not say perfecting join the church. It did not say perfect become religious. It said perfecting holiness in the fear of God. God is holy. He said, be holy, but I am holy. What is wrong? Why are we so corrupt? I'm stirred. I'm moved by the way the church is going. I'm stirred and I'm moved by how far these people are misleading God's heritage. You preachers that misleading God's people. It'd be better if it was a hangman rope around, or hangman rope around your neck, and you dropped in the sea. Righteousness exalts the nation, and sin is a reproach to any people. He said, "Why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say do?" It's time to get right. It's time to stay right. It's time to do right. Yeah, I'm going live right. They used to sing a song. Let's go way back. Way back in God. Let's go way back. Way back in God. Let's go way back. Way back in God, let's go way back. Way back in God, let's go way back in righteousness. Way back in God, way back in righteousness. Way back in God, let's go way back. Way back in God, let's go way, way, way back. Way back in God, let's go way back in holiness. Way back in God, let's go way back in holiness. Way back in God, but you don't want to do that. You don't want to go way back in God. You want to run around lying, saying you're going higher heights and deeper depth. Shouting, I'm going to say this again. Shouting and speaking in tongues don't mean you're saved. If your life is not a reflection of this Bible, you're not saved. Somebody said, don't tell me I'm not saved. The Bible says, for in them you think you have eternal life. And many people have testified that they had it. And then when they searched the word of God, they found out they did not have eternal life. They were religious. Some people are saved because, according to their mama. Some people are saved according to somebody telling them they saved. 
Some people are saved because they felt good. I'm sure I shook the preacher's hand and I felt good. I went to church and I felt good. That's not salvation. Salvation isn't a, oh my goodness. Salvation isn't a feeling. Salvation is a way of life. It is not a feeling. If we base our salvation up our feeling, we all be in hell. All of us. All of us. Every single one of us. Paul, Peter, all of us. We all would be in hell already. In a lake of fire. Your salvation is not based off the church you belong to, the denomination you belong to, you being a pastor's husband, you being a pastor's wife, you being a pastor, you being an apostle. None of that. You having somebody tell you that you're saved. That's not salvation. The Bible says that thou confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord from their heart and ask him to save them and repent of their sins and ask Christ to come into their life, their personal Savior, they'll be saved. And then you got to ask God to teach you how to live. You got to get into his word. You got to seek him through his word. I didn't plan for this message to go this way because I, I normally come out with nine scriptures on every service. And, uh, but we got to get back to the old path. There's no other route to take for eternal life but the path of God. If we're going to truly, truly, truly be saved, we got to get in the word of God. We have to let God saturate our mind and our spirit with his word. It's sad because many people will reject what I'm saying. They'll turn off the radio. They don't want to hear it. They say, oh, he's old fashioned. He don't know what he's talking about. Praise death and in mind, God anointed. God don't anoint us. God never wanted you to paint your face. Why would God want you to paint your face? Why? Why? Why would God want to do something? When he said, I beautify the meek with salvation. Why would he want to paint your face white? Why? That's demonic sexual mess. He said, what I say unto one, say unto all, you must be born again. You must repent of your sin. You must. Not might. You must. Somebody said, preacher, it's easy for you to say that. Oh, no, it ain't. I'm like you. I'm human. I want to do my own thing too. But I know for a fact if I choose to do my own thing, I'm going to be lost. That's a fact. If there's anybody watching this broadcast today that do not know the Lord as their personal Savior, let's get saved today. I want to lead you to a simple prayer of repentance. It's up to you to repent from your heart. I can't do that for you. Let's get back on the old path. Repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sin. I ask you to come into my life, come into my heart, to be my Lord and my personal Savior. I thank you for saving me. I thank you for dying on the cross of Calvary for me. Guide me to the old path of righteousness according to your word. Open my understanding of your word that I'll understand what your word says so I could walk that path. In Jesus' name, I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, Father, I ask you to touch every liberal soul under the sound of my voice and meet the needs in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. This is part one of this message. Uh, part two will be next Sunday. Lord willing. But I'm telling you something. You got to get on the path of righteousness and stay there. 
and stay there every day. Stay there every moment and walk with God in peace. That's amazing. We're running out of time. Jesus is coming soon. We got to get right. I see you. Now, remember, you can go to our uh, the YouTube to get the rest of this message. Those that watch uh, the broadcast. Uh, you can also go to our website, www.tabernacledeliveranceisc.org. You can leave a prayer request. You can leave a testimony. You also can become a partner to help us keep the TV broadcast and podcast on. Uh, keep us going live. In Jesus' name, I'll see you either Wednesday night for Bible study at 815 or Sunday at 515 for service. God bless.